0: Bit of an emergency um so that's why last week couldn't happen uh, but you know what we're gonna make it happen this week because i need this as much as i'm sure some other people do so let's get into it because oh my god it, there's it's such a mess everything's such a mess right now I hate it. I, I'll i be honest with you.
1: I just didn't want you to record by yourself because I'm not super Fair. gung-ho about talking about how my week went. I had a terrible, terrible yeah, week. Me too. The world is on fire. Yep. Football's on fire. I don't know what's happening.
0: Everything is weird. Yeah. I mean, the world's on fire. How about yours? That's the way I like it. So I never get <laughs> bored. Uh- oh, God.
1: You know what? Now now I really wish I wouldn't have done this. Man. Terrible. So
0: Okay. So injuries weren't that bad last week speak for yourself what okay what what was what was your situation last like last week
1: my top two draft picks are on ir oh word
0: oh yeah, dude, that's I right nick, nick chub that's right they're both
1: both on ir both out for at least and six then you weeks. had cam out with uh COVID. Cam's got COVID. Ooh. And more like we found out today that <laughs> Stefan Gilmore had COVID. Apparently he's asymptomatic, but he was all hugging up on Patrick yep. Mahomes. Not I think Patrick Mahomes giving it to yep. people. He's in the locker room with all his yep. friends. The Titans are practicing <laughs> the high school field. The world's on fire. How about
0: yours? You know what? I don't I don't like it like that. It's not very comfortable. You know that meme, the uh, the dog This is fine meme with the with the house on fire. Um it's not fine. This is not fine. <laughs> I'm no, not comfortable with that. Just that's our reality. Yeah, that's oh, that's that's even with the second IR slot, that sucks for you pretty bad.
1: I mean, most m- most other teams, from what I saw, nobody had any like m- other major injuries. The thing that's hurting everybody is like the uncertainty yep. of all these games. Yep. Like that Steelers game gets canceled, the Steelers Titans game that screws me over because Juju's out. Uh, yeah, I mean, like Cam's out because he's got yep. COVID. That game gets pushed. Like. This week they're saying,
0: I think the Titans game might get pushed yeah. again. Honestly, I, I feel like, so I, I, I think that's kind of where we have to start it, because we can't really talk about fantasy without talking about COVID. And to talk about COVID, uh, I think more so than the MLB, because in uh, with the MLB, when you had that first week week and a half with Miami and then St. Louis with a bunch of positive cases. It's a different situation because you can say, okay, we're gonna play seven inning games and we're gonna do a shit ton of doubleheaders headers. second half, the second month of the season. You can't do that with football. Right. So I have a feeling and I don't know, like you you, you tell me what, what you what you think, but I have a feeling that we're potentially going to run into situations where if the league determines, and I think Ryan Gannon brought this up in in the Slack today, uh, if the league determines that, you know what, this was gross negligence by the team, unknowing that you already had positive cases and you went outside of league protocols and then got more, basically, uh, another super spreader event, is there a possibility that the league just says, you know what, this is your fault. You're forfeiting the game.
1: Yeah, I think there's I mean so the the problem with that is just based on the spreading potential. Like we've already seen yeah. how two teams and granted like Kansas City had a guy in their practice squad who had covid mm-hmm. too. So like it wasn't just a pass. No, no, I know. You know. Yeah. So you you've got you've got teams who are already i mean like the titans are just like i mean the, they're oh a fucking my God. yeah that's a mess over there just every, every the whole i mean the whole squad i boy was it like 13 new guys today like or eight new guys like that's just fucking yeah. insane the issue with the issue with the idea of like just making them forfeit is i mean thus far we have no idea what the impact is going to be on Kansas City like now yeah. and Kansas City's going somewhere it's just i Football, we always knew was going to be of all the sports, it was going to be the one sport that could potentially just crash yes. and burn because just purely based on the sheer number of people that are involved on the team as a part of the staff, the training staff, like there's just i mean it's exorbitantly bigger than a than a basketball right. team than a baseball team than than any of these other leagues, it was the one league that we all knew would likely be the one to suffer, but America doesn't want to lose football, so we just plugged along and had 17,000 people at the opening game of the season. Which
0: which then resulted in fans testing positive as a result of that. Shocker. Yeah, I mean, I, the crazy part is, like, it's such a short-sighted way of approaching it that, like, now you're at real risk of losing football anyways this season, and it's, it's still yeah. too early. I think the league's going to do everything in their power to push it uh push games back and reschedule and you're we have we're we're likely running into a scenario where we're playing regular season games into January. And <laughs> it's going to be so weird to see like
1: like week 14 it's snow on the ground. I mean I guess we see that to some extent in some places but like I mean they were so confident that we were still going to get a fucking Super Bowl in February. It's just like guys, come no, on man.
0: No. I, so I I think the initial wave, I think, is a little bit, we all have knee-jerk reactions to the initial wave, because we had the initial wave with uh, MLB, um, where where the, f- the first two, right, two and a chronos. half weeks, you're like, the season's done. There's no way to finish out the season. We're halfway yeah. into the ALDS now. So there's still a very real possibility that the season continues on and Like, it settles itself or sorts itself out a little bit. Um, I'm a little less confident, even though I just said that, I'm kind of, like, arguing against my, my own point here. I'm a little less confident because I don't think the NFL or the owners are committing enough to, like, proper protocols and proper precautionary measures to like actually nip this in the bud i know they were doing like fines to the head coaches for not wearing their masks on the sideline. i'm like i get where they're going with that but also like they're not they don't they're not wearing those masks in the locker room i guarantee
1: you no and that was all i mean like that was all just posturing yeah, yeah. that was all just like yo you're on camera wear the fucking yeah. mask like because we don't want to hear from. You know, anybody that, that we're not taking this shit seriously. But now, like, because, like, I mean, to your point, like, St. Louis and, and the Marlins both, like, got popped early in the baseball season. But, and we, I mean, we joked around, like, about this on Slack, but, like, you can play doubleheaders. You got enough guys on the roster where you can play doubleheaders. That shit's not happening in football. Those no. dudes need an entire no. week, in most cases, to recover from one game. Like, you're not playing multiple games in a week. It's just never going to well, happen. Well, imagine the, and now you're now you're just like creating extra bye weeks and pushing. Imagine shit. the
0: chaos, the absolute chaos that it would cause, not only for the games themselves, but like in fantasy. Obviously, we're we're talking about our fantasy league here. Uh, say they do something ridiculous, like you know what your your practice squad players are not going to have to come in and like play regulation games, so we can split the the load and do double headers or something like that.
1: Oh man, we're gonna get some like Keanu Reeves fucking <laughs> replacements action. Sign me up. Saint I mean, Falco listen, all day. I'll take him the, as a Bears quarterback. The
0: entertainment, Bring Keanu The over. entertainment value. Could you imagine the bets that you could place on like Joe Schmo that was doing general contracting and now he's like <laughs> uh, the, the linebacker? They were gonna backer. get like
1: an invincible situation. They were gonna get like a Mark Wahlberg invincible situation where like teams are gonna start putting out fucking feelers for like, Open tryouts because we need a punt returner. This is gonna be just dudes from college. There's no way. There's no out. way that that
0: could go wrong at all. No, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it worked in the movie. <laughs> you know what? That guy had a. He it, had like a, a. He played like two years in the NFL. It would be amazing if Mark Wahlberg actually came in and like, you know what? I'm gonna play for the Phillies.
1: Mark, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg's like five foot
0: two. No, well, no, he'd and he played for the Pats. He would go for the Pats. He played for the Pats. Yeah, he played for the Pats. That's right. Yeah,
1: he's a he's a he's a Boston guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, I don't know man it's gonna be it's gonna be weird i i don't i think that the league is going to be better at like not having this whole flux of like we don't really know it's like sunday morning or saturday morning or saturday night uh when the games are going to get scheduled because then that really screws with your your roster lineups and and who you're starting who you're sitting um which the solution now that that I have, and like obviously this is this is where for fantasy reasons and for the the amount of money and the amount of investment that this league puts into it, uh, may st- I could see people starting to decide. You know what? Let's just pull the plug because this is like way too uncertain. Uh, but at least for now, we could do something where all right, by by Sunday at eleven thirty, make sure that you have documented in Slack somewhere in a thread. Uh anyone that's at risk, like anyone on the Titans or anything like that, that like might get postponed or might get forfeited, so name me the player that fits that role. So if you can't like swap a wide receiver for a running back, you do wide receiver, wide receiver. If they don't play, swap the points here. That gets a little bit trickier because now like what happens if you were gonna win and your your team doesn't have a ton of uh that situation going on like like ha- I feel like half the league is still relatively unscathed and then the other half is just yeah. like suffering hard
1: well until this week I was just like oh that sucks that everybody's players are getting injured but so far I'm I'm doing pretty well everybody's healthy no nope. no real problems and then this week pop 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 fucking Everybody died. I got three, I got three guys on the IR and only two spots. I mean, Cam will be back probably in week six, but this is why a lot of like a lot of like a podcast that I was listening to were talking about like maybe this year is just like the year of the best ball league. It just made so much more sense just under the circumstances. Yeah. Like, granted, the best ball leagues like it has problem. its problems. Like your 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 lineup is your lineup, and you know there's no waiver wire pickups, so like that 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 causes a problem. But like, there's just so much uncertainty yeah. with like like. We may like the possibility of somebody ending up on the COVID IR and like like on Sunday morning, like just unknowingly ending up on the COVID IR Sunday morning and you just like not having enough time to switch it is like it it's is, very yeah. real. So, like, the best ball league at least saves you from that. Um, I don't know, man. I, I mean, like, look, I've sounded I did, for the first 11 minutes and 50 seconds of this podcast, I basically sounded uh. Uh, uh, just dreary and, uh, like, I don't feel very confident. But the reality is, like, we will we will inevitably have an NFL season. They're going to get through it. There's guys on the roster. We may not end up uh, finishing the season with the guys that we drafted, but uh, there will be a season. And the waiver wire is going to be super yeah. interesting this year because there's going to be a lot of weird dudes coming off of practice squads where you're like, oh, there's going to be – there will be another James Robinson. There yes. is going to be somebody else. We're going to be like, what does – Division two football player from this random school out of Wyoming is now the starting quarterback for your Jacksonville Jaguars. What a weird world we live in. It's just going to happen. Yeah, and
0: I think that's – That, at the very least, everyone understood what we were getting into going into this. So there's, like, no real room for, like, actually give me my money back because I actually don't want to do this after. all, I'm like, no, unless the whole league decides it. That's it. I mean, I think that's that's where I kind of would have done, like, the daily fantasy type thing. And I think that might have been at least a little bit easier. But it's a little, like, to do, like... See, I'm not... I'm not... Yeah, well... Not all the time. Hindsight. Hindsight's... <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> it would have never... Nobody... Even me, the guy who suggested it, didn't really understand well, how it worked. I had no idea. Yeah, we could have done about.
0: something like $5 <laughs> entries a week, and then that'll eventually add up to your your league fee. Uh, on a, on a monthly basis, but yeah, I'm like looking at last week, and a lot of a lot of us didn't score a hundred points even, and that, that's 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 exactly yeah. that, and that, that the uncertainty of week to week, you already have that worry with the injuries, and we've already run into that the first three weeks of the season, first four weeks of the season now, um, without like a proper training camp, without a proper preseason. Uh, So the players aren't exactly conditioned or already getting hurt. And then you throw in that curveball that we're beating the dead horse here a little bit with, with COVID, but it's true. You, you wake up on Sunday morning, you're like, shit, who, who's this random guy? I'm going to pick off the the waiver to, I'm already on wide receiver three. I'm already on running back four and now I have to replace that person. All right.
1: Let's, let's transition from COVID. I want to ask you a question. Uh, through four weeks of the fantasy season, I want to know who is the most disappointing player, Just uh, not even on your Mm -hmm. roster, just across the fantasy football landscape, who in your opinion has been the most disappointing and who has been the biggest surprise to you?
0: Ooh, that's a good one. That is a good one. I kind of want to say disappointing... um, What, what what does Zeke's number look, look like?
1: Zeke's been pretty solid, actually. I mean, he put, some, he put some numbers up against me. That Dallas offense is stupid.
0: Yeah, you're right. That offense is just putting up way a ton of points. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's been pretty consistent. Okay. 26,
1: 19, 14, 16.
0: Okay, that's not bad. That's pretty solid. I I don't know if I can think of anyone that's, like, a disappointment off the top of my head. I feel like the situation this year is kind of, like, uh covering up some poor performances for me personally like i know he's on my roster but like the biggest surprise is i mean i know i went for josh allen early in the draft uh, for for qbs and i did have i did feel good in general about that buffalo bills offense Um, i was not quite expecting the output that i'm receiving so far from him Fantasy wise,
1: I mean, he's huge. Been huge
0: he's been killing it.
1: Number one quarterback, not even yeah, close. He's been like, killing it. An MVP candidate yes. this year.
0: It's stupid. I wasn't expecting MVP candidate. That's crazy.
1: It, I mean. Every year you get a guy. I mean, look at Lamar Lecture. Like, Lamar was like a guy who got drafted in the 10th round. He ends up being the number one quarterback in fantasy and and wins the MVP. Like, Josh Allen had the potential of doing that because of his legs and he fucking throws the ball. And oh, he just got Stefan Diggs, a real wide receiver. Shocker. (laughs) Why did not, why didn't more of us see that coming? Well, we're all idiots. We don't (laughs) understand football. Danny's a genius, apparently. Listen, you
0: know, uh, I know. I know I like rubbing it in sometimes, but that's only because some of y'all like give me a hard time, so I have to rub it in and then the places that I do do get, get it to work out. You know what I'm saying? So it, I think that that's fine. Um, actually, you know what? Tom Brady, performance-wise, has been performing a little bit better than I thought. I was pretty low on, on what the Bucks would be able to do fantasy-wise and how he'd be able to perform fantasy-wise. He is currently the... 10th ranked fantasy player.
1: Which is solid. And he went did he go on did he, he did he go undrafted in our in our draft? I don't remember. I feel like somebody picked him up at the, the like the later rounds.
0: Yeah, no, uh he did go undrafted. Oh, I same, mean same same same, same, yeah, same thing with uh Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers also went on undrafted. Yeah. yeah, he's been pretty solid.
1: I have, so I have two for like most disappointing. This one might be a shocker for some people, but I'll, I'll, let me make my case. My most disappointing player of the fantasy football season thus far has actually been Lamar Jackson. And
0: Interesting. Hear okay.
1: Here, hear me out. Yeah. Here's why. Ranked as the number one quarterback in fantasy by far, right? Opens up the week against Cleveland, fucking Great. destroys. Correct. Yeah. Hits his projected points, 27 points. Then two weeks in a row versus Houston and that Kansas City game where he was abysmal, dropped 17 and 14, falling short of projections by nearly 10 points. Yeah. Well, nearly 10 points against Houston and falling short by 12 points uh, against KC. Now against Washington, another like terrible, terrible secondary and that their front seven is now you know had some injuries to it. Puts up 26, but only puts up 26 because he ran for a 50 yard touchdown. If he doesn't run for that 50 yard touchdown, he has like a very meh game overall um i mean two passing tds for 193 yards but if you take out that 50 yard run i mean you're talking about another bad yeah. game like th- that i mean granted we had two really long runs this week between like him and sam darnold but like i mean is he capable of that yes is that why you draft him of course i'm saying from a draft from an average drafting position pers- uh, uh, perspective exclusively as the number one like the guy the guy was getting drafted in the second yep. and third round that' it was too soon like, for so certain far. leagues right yep yeah, for so a, he's he's like yeah. he's definitely like my most disappointing. Second is Julio Jones. Like Julio Jones, oh is just, man, off. Well,
0: I don't know how much of that is Julio Jones. I well, Julio Jones has underperformed a little bit, but that entire Atlanta Falcons team as well is just hasn't done shit. But that one, that one makes sense. Yeah,
1: I'm, they're bad. I mean, Calvin Ridley had. Like, I mean, this this past week, nobody got anything except for basically Todd Gurley. But like Calvin Ridley, the first. 3 weeks of the season, with number one yeah. wide receiver in football. Um my most surprising and like he was on the he was like like a fringe guy on my draft board cuz he was right around my spot and I thought about grabbing him but I was unsure. It's got to be Aaron Jones from Grand, uh, from Green Bay. I oh, mean Oh, Aaron Jones just has been killing A monster. Him. He's been killing. You know it. that 43 point week obviously an outlier but like 15 hits his projected points, 43 crushes projected points, 15.6 against New Orleans, falls a little short, then this past Monday against Atlanta drops 19.6. I mean, he is, I mean, he has just been crushing, um, you know, ranked 8th overall in fantasy points this season, um, number one running back in fantasy. I mean, he has been incredible and then the other one for me is deandre hopkins like granted he had a rough game this week but prior to like he was a guy that nobody wanted to touch just because like oh new quarterback new offense blah 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 and then i mean just comes out the gate 22 16 18 again had a rough game this week but frankly the entire arizona cardinals team played like shit against carolina this week um i i feel pretty good about a bounce back against the fucking jets but yeah uh yeah those are those are my big like wow's just wowzer picks.
0: You know, Aaron Jones has officially been freed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd say so. You know, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at like uh the stats right now and actually the a name, here's here's a real one that is surprising for me. Robbie Anderson. Oh yeah, Robbie Anderson has it's had a lot a of solid, a lot away from DJ Moore. He's had a solid season four weeks so far. He only has one touchdown, but 22 13 8 Fourteen. That's solid. Yeah. That is super solid for one Robbie Anderson. Yeah, I'm surprised because like he's
1: kind of always been seen as like a deep right. threat, and Teddy Bridgewater is more like a dink and dump quarterback. And for whatever reason, they're just like really connecting. And DJ Moore is just getting nothing, just nothing. Yeah, yet, um, in that relationship.
0: Yeah, and then you have your classic like. I mean, Derrick Henry had a good week. Two weeks ago, was it against Minnesota? A um, couple of TDs, but. I feel like it's the same, kind of the same story with him every single season, you know, kind of has like a mediocre, slow to mediocre first half of the season. And then November and December rolls around and he just like takes off. So, uh, seems like we're on pace, on track for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have a couple of surprising names. Everyone else feels like they're kind of hovering right where they should be. Um, if not generally just, like, performing slightly under expectation. But that's just kind of, again, how fantasy goes in general, even uh, without COVID, but especially now this year.
1: Who on your respective team, minus Josh Allen, do you want to pat yourself on the back the most for?
0: Oh, man.
1: People are gonna hate this because we're not talking about their team tomorrow. But I know, you know I know. You choose not to you choose not to record. Honestly, you don't get to yeah, talk about you your know team. What?
0: Honestly, I don't really have anyone. I mean, Alva <laughs> Kamara has been like my rock so far. I mean, he crushed I me. Mean, he
1: crushed me when you beat me last he, last he, Monday. He, like if it wasn't for him, I win
0: that, I win yeah, that he, like he, hands down He nearly put up 40 away. points. He almost put up 40 points. Um Honestly, it's just Josh Allen. No one else has performed for me so far. Uh DJ Chark finally had a good uh, a good week. Uh, this week or this past weekend, a couple of touchdowns. But I guess if he continues to play well, he would be the other one. A.J. Brown has been a little bit non-existent. basically. He's been hurt, but... Yeah, well, he's been dinged up, and then the shit last
1: week. Same thing with Cam
0: Akers. Like, he's been hurt, too. Uh, Travis Kelsey has been fine, like nothing great. He
1: had a decent week this week, but, yeah, prior to it, he was kind of quiet. Yeah, and then
0: everyone else is just like, Hurt or just not performing, so I'm not really confident in anyone outside of Josh Allen and Alvin Kamara. How about you? Um, under the
1: circumstances, and even prior to, even though I didn't really get to benefit from the pick, um, got to be Kareem Hunt.
0: Oh, yeah, for me, that's a yeah. no question. Yep,
1: yep, I knew I wanted to draft him just to be a, a just just because like he was fantasy viable last year when he came back and started playing for the Browns. I mean, he was a top 25 running back. And I figured if I'm wrong on Austin Eckler or one of these two guys gets hurt, I'll just drop him into my second spot. Lucky me. They both got Mm -hmm. hurt. So (laughs) they gotta have Kareem Hunt. I mean, he's been, he's been incredible. I mean, last weekend he jumps in for Nick Chubb dropped 19 points. Like I foresee him probably being a top five running back in fantasy until Nick Chubb comes back. Like he's just getting that kind of run and he's dangerous in the passing game. Um, yeah, Kare- yeah. I mean, he's he's got to be like my my favorite pick thus far.
0: I mean, even even with the split uh, backfield that you had up until the Nick Chubb injury, he was still putting up RB RB one oh, yeah. uh, production. Like you were still getting solid production from Kareem Hunt, so that one didn't hurt you that much. And now it's and now that Chubb's out, like I know that you you had both of them right. Yeah, yep. so like I know yeah, you lose some production there, but kind of like you, you don't lose as much. It's not as heavy a loss having him there. So that that one works out for now. Can
1: I also can I also say De- Devonte Freeman? Can I also can I also just oh say boy. like, hey, I told you that he was going to sign somewhere, and now he's the number one running back for the Giants. Granted, they suck, but I needed. Thank God I drafted him because I didn't have any other running back depth.
0: Yeah, I feel like running running back is pretty thin. I mean. We'll see how the next couple of weeks go. He's got a point and eight points, eight point eight. Um,
1: he just got started. I know,
0: I know. He just got but started. He, I think he got five carries in his first game, and then they doubled his carries yeah, last week. Like I can only it's, imagine. It's, a, it's a little early to pat yourself on the bat for that one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it right Devante. here.
1: Devontae, playing for <laughs> playing for a contract next year.
0: Let's go. Let's look at, at the uh, uh, let's look at the week five matchups. You know what? Honestly. Uh, Jason's team. I'm surprised that he held out and it looks like he can actually ma- turn the season around. He's one in three. I know, but it, it doesn't look, why do you, why do you, why do you feel that way? <laughs> well, it doesn't, it doesn't Sargent. look as bad. It doesn't look as bad as I thought it was going to look because, okay, I know he just put up like his worst week probably ever. He put up what? 73 points. Yeah. I'm looking at it. Yeah. 73. 73 points. Yeah. Pretty bad. Um, but, yeah, so. but now this like, and the week before he put up 140 almost. So it looks like his team is like relatively he healthy. Yeah, dude. He put up 138.
1: Wow. I guess I don't remember that.
0: So, uh, it, his team in general is now looking pretty healthy. I'm playing him this week and AJ Brown should be back, but now we have the COVID stuff, so I don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, the rest of my team starting to like get a little bit healthier, um, so I'm feeling okay about my chances against Reynoso simply because of how his season has gone. But I think I think he's not like done yet. Whereas, like when you look at Kelly's team, on the other hand, the other one, in three team, is not no bueno. Same thing with MJ. MJ, I feel like always gets the short end of the stick, and he came out yeah. so hot.
1: He came out the gate so hot, and then just—I
0: mean, a lot. I mean, he's had some a injuries, lot of injuries, too. a lot of like just some duds here and there. But
1: yeah, I mean, McCaffrey hurts him. Um, you know, uh, Chris Godwin hurts yeah. him. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he picked up T. Higgins. He's had a he had a Higgins nice week solid, last week. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I like if I look at like the two teams right now that are one and three, that are at the bottom of the league. Like, I given the choice yeah. between Kelly's team and Jason's team, I'm going Kelly's team. Wow, I really am. I really am, dude. Like, I I like her team a lot. Kenny Galladay's Kenny Galladay is back. Uh, Daryl Henderson's been really solid for the Raider or for the Raiders. Jesus Christ, for the Rams. Um, since since he started getting the, the starting nod. Um, I mean, granted, he was really shitty last week, but, like, two weeks in a row of 19 and 18. Um, but the Rams played, like, shit last week just in general. Um, yeah, I mean, Tannehill, she just picked him up. Like, solid quarterback, even though, you know, she's had Rogers yeah. playing. I like her team more. My my concern with Jason's team is last week, I think we found out who's the number two receiver in Dallas. Ceedee Lamb has kind of, like positioned himself as the number two receiver. Everybody knew he was a stud coming out of college. Nobody thought he was going to be this good this fast. Michael Gallup's only had one good game this entire season, which was last week or yeah. two weeks ago, I guess. Uh, other than that, you got 6.5, 6.8, 3.9 in terms of fantasy yeah, Mike, production. He's been down like yeah. honestly, the entire Ravens offense has been rough. Like, I mean, I've got Marquise Brown and I'm getting nothing from him. Both running backs are pretty much non non contributors. I mean Mark Ingram, 2.9, 14.7, 3, 10.2. Just way too inconsistent. That entire offense has been inconsistent. You know, Julian Edelman, he's only going to be as good as his quarterback. And if Cam Newton's going to be out for another week, that's going to hurt him. Um, You know, Tyler Lockett's actually been pretty solid this week. I think Seattle kind of had a weird game this week. But, like, Tyler Lockett's been good. Russ is playing, like, an MVP. Um, I wasn't very high on Miles Sanders coming out of the draft just because, like, he basically had, like, a five-game set last year where he was really good. And, like, he was injured week one. But he's had a downswing since week two, which, you know, 18, 12, and then eight. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Given the choice, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm going with Kelly. That's team. fair. I think I think the only, the only one that I, like, really agree with strongly with you is uh, the Gallup one because I feel like he's set up to kind of basically have a Sammy Watkins type season where it's, like, he's going to get you, like, two, maybe three games a, see, a season where he puts up more than 15 points and then everything else is just, like, three five seven five three so i i don't know i've been pretty i've been pretty high on kelly's team being able to bounce back and same with mj's too um most of this first quarter of of the fantasy season um i just don't know i feel like it's just not working out i feel like there's just something not there
1: if, there is, if there's a saving grace for MJ, it's that Bill O'Brien just got fired. True. Very and true. That that might actually light a fire under the Texans. Like, uh, reports were that him and J.J. got into, like, a full-on screaming match, which, like, I would never do that with J.J. Watt. He is a frightening <laughs> man. <laughs> like, I would never. He could crush um, you with I'm two very, fingers, I'm yeah. I'm incredibly passive. But, like, that, I could potentially see that. Like, I could see an uptick in his. Cause, I mean, he's got, you know, Fuller yeah. and and David Johnson I could potentially see an uptick in production from those guys. Um, You know, when when Chris Godwin comes back, that gives him a pickup. Like, he's been out for a while. Uh, I really like Henry Ruggs. Like, I wanted to draft him. You know, he's putting up meh numbers. Um, You know, had a good first week, but, like, the Raiders offense is kind of messy anyways. Um, And, yeah, I mean, look, Christian McAfee's on IR, but he is coming back. Like, he'll be back in six weeks. And he got injured in the third week of the season. So, like, or second week of the season, like he's coming back. So that that gives me hope for MJ's team for a late season push. I, I just have a lot of concerns for Jason. Well, Smith.
0: the thing about the thing about MJ's team, in my opinion, is that I feel like it happens every season where it's like I know that the pieces are there and he can and likely will make a late season push. I don't know if it'll be too late by then. Yeah. That's so that, that's that's the only thing there, which, again, super yeah, unfortunate Gannon for that guy. <laughs> like, it's always a... – uh, Gannon and, and Stefan <laughs> is an interesting matchup there because I feel like oh Yahoo boy. is kind of low-balling Stefan here. He's the number one uh, scoring team so far, four weeks in. I know he's benefited from a couple of, like, super high-scoring weeks that kind of, like, has yeah. inflated that a little bit. But you also can't discount I mean,
1: that. Joe Mixon had his only good game of the season thus yeah. far this season. Like – this whole season where we you're just like, oh, there's another Joe Mixon season where he's just like, just being okay. And then, oh, right. three touchdowns, well, 39 Well, points. that's the
0: thing. Like if, if you have a team that can go anywhere from like scoring his, what is it, median of like 105, 110, and then suddenly you're going to get 145, 160. For fantasy, like it, it, on a normal team, like I probably wouldn't gamble on that team. But for fantasy, YOLO, if you get hot at the right time, you can go. You can can run away with it.
1: Yeah. I think the other thing, too, is like, like, Stefan's sitting some guys who are projected to score more than some of the guys that are in his lineup right now. Like, he's got DJ Moore on the bench in exchange for Nikhil Harry, which I I don't think Cam's going to be playing this week, so that'll be interesting to see how he fares. I mean, he dropped nine this week with Brian Hoyer as his quarterback, so that'll be interesting. I mean, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray was... He was good this week, but, like, they, they as a team did not play well against Carolina. Terry McLaurin is going to be interesting because Kyle Allen's starting as quarterback this week, so they they sat Haskins. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how those two vibe. You know, I mean, Deontay Johnson was, like, dominating possessions for the Steelers until last week when they couldn't play. Uh, Mike Davis has been a huge pickup for him. It's interesting because his first-round draft pick was Kenyon Drake, and he's on his <laughs> bench. <laughs> man um and Odell happened. finally had his first good game of the season um Odell probably had be interesting to see I mean, I mean probably his best game in years yeah Shelby correct years. me if I'm wrong
0: but that was his best game as a brown right
1: I mean I can tell you since I had him last year that I never got a 35 so point. I don't so think yes. I ever got a 25 point so day yes him. I don't think I got a 15 <laughs> point game from it him. it was last rough last year he year. was so bad last it was year Rough last year. Um, I was very very disappointed in Odell last year um yeah, it's gonna be an interesting matchup. I'm. You want to start making predictions? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's start with those two since we're already on the subject. I'm going Gandemic in this matchup. Um, yeah, I'm saying I'm saying Terry McLaurin is the one that's gonna carry the load for this team. I think Kyle Allen is already a. a I mean, granted, he's not a. a <laughs> he's not a huge. Let let Alex Smith start already. Okay, he did all that. (laughs) What a beautiful! I don't know if you guys saw the e three like the e sixty report. What a beautiful story. What a what a tough rehab. He almost lost his leg. He came back. Let him play some football. Um, Yeah, I think I'm. You know Deontay Johnson a week after uh, not playing, getting some extra rest. Yeah, gaming me Gandemic Yeah, I one.
0: know I was high on Stefan as well just a few moments ago, but I'm also going to go Ryan here. I think uh, Josh Jacobs has a, had a couple of back-to-back slow weeks. I think he bounces back against Kansas City. I think that's pro- that has a potential to be a high-scoring game. So um, gets a lot of production there, and then obviously uh, Kyler Moore, Murray will also have a bounce back. McLaurin Johnson, exactly what you just said. Uh, Ebron's probably like his. Uh, like only real hole right now. I mean I don't, who knows if Odell has another week like he did. But the Browns seem to be hitting a stride here. Uh I, I know like we are it's wary on that on that stock there, but time. uh yeah, I think Ryan Ryan takes that one as well. Let's go to mm-hmm. uh MJ and Zach. All first right, ninety nine and, and Rick Trubisky.
1: I mean, Zach's had an interesting season because, yeah. like, like I said, Julio Jones has been rough for him. Todd Gurley's been kind of up and down, uh, fairly average for most of the season, but, like, ne- never really exploded off the scene. Uh, Mark Andrews goes <clears throat> as Lamar Jackson goes, and he came out hot, and then nothing for two straight weeks. Yeah. And then Lamar had a good game again, and he had a good game. So, like, he goes as, as, as Lamar goes. He's starting Evan Ingram at, in his flex, who – I mean, Evan Ingram's been bad this season – like really, really bad. And a lot of it has to do with just the giants in general. And like Daniel Jones hasn't been played bad, but like Daniel Jones did not throw a touchdown last week. Not one. Um, whereas on the other side, I'm, I'm going, I'm going back to what I said before. I foresee a, a bump, um, from the two guys in Houston. Um, and yeah, I mean, Pat Mahomes going against Vegas. That just, that's got like a five touchdown game written all over oh, yeah. it. I'm going. Uh, I'm going. I'm going MJ this week.
0: Yeah, I'm also going MJ. Uh, as much as I like the Buffalo Bills offense, um, Devin Singletary has had a couple of back, like back to back weeks. He's on the up and up a little bit, but just the fact that Josh uh, uh, Josh Allen uh, just takes those red zone r- uh, running looks basically and those those red zone TDs away from any running backs on that team it just doesn't bode well for for zach and it's kind of same thing todd gurley has been inconsistent i know he's kind of in the on the up and up but i just i, I simply don't trust that atlanta offense at all uh same thing with julio jones so i'm also going to go with mj i think he bounces back a little bit and we'll see how he goes from there um, um before we get to you and i it, well both of our matchups so let's move to cody and shelby Cody, the three and one, kind of a little bit of a surprise team here.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I've, I've said, I've said my piece on Lamar Jackson, but you know, he has given him two 20 plus point games. Stefan Diggs has definitely uh, benefited from his newly found partnership with Josh Allen. He's got Derek Henry coming back this yeah. week. Greg Kittle, since coming back from injury has been solid. Um, to say the least, I mean, dropped 32 last week. Um, And they have no passing options beyond him. Um, Shelby just barely beat me last week. And I lost my top two players in the first quarter. Um, She's got Joe Burrow starting against Baltimore. That's a tough Baltimore defense. And a guy who's basically been running for his life for every single week. Because that that offensive offensive line is trash. Uh, Zachary's just like not connecting. With even with Dallas Goddard out and Zach Ertz still wasn't really connecting with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has been shit this entire season. To be, I mean, just to be fair, Uh, James Robinson. Fucking kudos to Shelby for (laughs) picking up James Robinson. Who 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 would have thought that a kid from Illinois State would have been you know a top twenty five fucking running back in in that might be the
0: best pickup so far. It's a good pickup. Oh yeah, I mean,
1: as far as like waiver pickups of the year, like that's definitely number one right now. Um, I Keenan Allen's been an interesting one because like. I mean, since Justin Herbert took off, took over the offense, like that team has been much better. Um, now losing Austin Eckler, there's a real chance that Keenan Allen sees a large percentage of those receptions, because um, Austin Eckler was kind of his safety blanket. Unless, of course, depending on who ends up taking over the running back duties, unless they kind of yeah. take, you know, those those kind of backfield receptions, I, I could potentially see Keenan Allen making a surge there.
0: I mean, the, the New Orleans uh, defense has been giving up a shit ton of points as well. So
1: Yeah, they've been yeah. really up and down the whole season. It's been really weird. I'm going, give me give me Cody. This I think one. I'm also
0: going to go Cody. Uh, again, that Cincinnati uh, offense, offensive line against that Baltimore defense, You, th- that's the tough part about having a QB and a wide receiver on the same team on your roster um, because if that offensive line can't, keep burrow upright then obviously that means boyd doesn't get any touches and to have like I two mean, players I like being impacted like that and then same thing with Allen robinson i know i'm not like pressing pressing the eject button on the nick falls experiment yet because it's only been a week it's only really been a week um but there's there's a little bit too too much uncertainty and inconsistency there and, and cody's kind of proven that he's going to put up his points so yeah Cody I also
1: think it's worth mentioning that, like, I think 18 18 and a half for Joe Burrow, even though he has been solid, like, I won't take it away from him. He's been a solid quarterback, um, uh, fantasy wise, really in general. Like, I, I mean, we talked about this in yeah. the slack. I was actually, I've, I've been really impressed with him overall. Um, it's a little high, against but yeah, that defense. I think it's, I think it's just like a really, really, really just it's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is scary defense, man. It's like it's a, it's a in, you know, in division rival, arguably the best defense in that division. Uh, Yeah, give me Cody.
0: Cody it is. I think we've agreed on almost every single matchup so far. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's go to Adam Rock versus Kelly. I mean, this one's kind of a no-brainer, I think, unfortunately.
1: (laughs) I mean, listen, Adam, we talked about this on Monday over drinks. Uh, He didn't expect Chris Carson to play last week, and Chris Carson went off. Now, Chris Carson was on his bench, so he didn't really get to take advantage of that. But Chris Carson's back. Um, so far, so far, it seems like he will be healthy. Robert Woods has been pretty solid for most of the season. Although, like I said last week, I mean, the Giants. I mean, again, in the Giants game, it was a seventeen nine game. It was just an ugly game in general for yeah. the Rams. I see them making an uptick. The thing that's going to hurt him is he has no tight end so far. So it's going to be interesting to see what rando tight end he picks up off of. Well, the,
0: the crazy waivers. the crazy part is that even like even without a tight end right now, because uh, advances is doubtful. He's not going to play. And then uh, Tanya and Green Bay is, is on by. Uh, he's still a 10 point favorite. He's still currently a 10 point favorite. And everyone, uh, Kelly's roster is basically maxed out right now. Like, I don't know who else you can swap in. So yeah, I, I, because of that, even if you could pick up someone that only gets get you five points, now you're a 15 point favorite. I think just Adam just takes it.
1: I can't believe I fucking dropped. I dropped Justin Jefferson after the first week because I was like, I don't know about Mike Isecki. I need a tight end. And then he immediately just starts going off. I'm an idiot. I hate myself. I'm going to go. You got to hold
0: on to players. Week one, man. No no knee jerk reactions. I, you know this. You're
1: the one that's telling us all the time. <sighs> Actually, I think I dropped in week two, but okay. it, I digress.
0: Well, that's fine. Um, Let's go to yours.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Give me. Give me. No, I'm going Kelly. Let's go. Wow. Kelly. OK. Good don't for you. Don't make me look Good like Good for idiot. you.
0: You know what? I've I've been rooting for Kelly all season long, so if I'm wrong on that one, I, I'm not going to be upset about it.
1: Also, too, like, Schultz Schultz for Dallas has, like, really seen an uptick in targets over the last couple of weeks. Um, I mean, yeah. Give me Kelly. Let's go, Kelly. There.
0: Now, you got a tough matchup this week against yeah. defending champ.
1: Yeah. Sure do. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean... There's just so much uncertainty on my roster. I mean, I woke up this morning and four of my guys had questionable. I, yeah. oh, I know how this goes. They'll all play um, unless something happens during practice. Um, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster coming off of a week. I picked up Ben Roethlisberger off waivers just because uh, I don't have a quarterback right now. Matthew Stafford gave me a lot of good points last week, but he's on bye. So, um, yeah. you know, hopefully some connection there between Roethlisberger and Juju. If I get a touchdown there, and give me some extra points and that reception. Uh, Kareem Hunt, I think, I mean, like I said, I've got him against that Indiana defense. It's probably like a top yeah. five running back in the league this year, just without Chubb in the back. I mean, well, granted, it's still going to be a split back, like backfield. Yeah. Like just, that's just the way that they run their offense. But like, he's been fantasy viable the whole season with limited touches. Like he's going to see an uptick. I mean, the, the um, other thing
0: though, is that Indiana defense is not a pushover. Like that, that's actually a pretty solid defense. So it's something to be concerned about. But I think Kareem Hunt still gets gets his points.
1: Yeah, I uh, I mean looking at looking at I mean like Atlanta's been rough most of the season. Tyreek Hill fucking dominated on Monday. So, you know, he, he's going to continue to do what yeah. he does and again, I talked about I talked, about, from, I talked uh, about Mahomes yeah. earlier. Yeah, so I mean, you would imagine that one of those goes to Tyreek Hill uh, <laughs> it's going to be a 70-yarder you know, too. Maybe two. Clyde. Maybe Clyde, although Clyde has been kind of yeah. disappointing for, you know, as high as he got drafted. Um, for, for most of the season uh, Antonio Gibson's been really good But, you know, new quarterback was, It'd be interesting to see um, What he does He did drop 20 against Baltimore So that's pretty impressive um, Amari Cooper's been kind of up and down Although he's coming off of a good game I mean, like That was a barn yeah. burner Between Dallas and Cleveland last week So uh, chances of that happening again
0: I mean, he's still putting up uh, 15 points So You know what? Yeah, I I, I think I, great. I think this I'm is going to go be ben A very close <laughs> matchup I think I think it's there's no need to panic yet on your end, even though it looks kind of rough on the injury side, but I think it's just enough on your end that Ben edges it out, so I'm going to go Ben.
1: I'm going to go Ben, too. That worked out for me well last time, so I'm going to go against myself.
0: Uh, and last but not least, myself against Fireball.
1: Okay. I mean, I, I'm going to stick to my point. I think I think Fireball has the worst team in the league, so... <laughs> I'm going. I'm going with you. I'm not even gonna debate it. I already. <laughs> I went on a pretty long rant about how I do think he has the worst team in, in the entire. Yeah, league. and
0: and again, like I. F-
1: I love you, guy. I love hey. you, buddy. I love you, and and hopefully, you know, hopefully, Damian Harris gives you some some good run. Uh, he just came back off of IR, so you know, possibly, maybe. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, look, you've had a rough. You've had a rough go out of this year, you know. Yeah. You've had a rough go at it. I mean, you got a kicker, so that's cool. <laughs> um,
0: he's finally got some points in there. I mean, they matter. Like, yeah, he's you know, uh, he's turning second second worst. I mean,
1: it's so funny that this year he actually needs a kicker because he's not scoring yep, any points yep. otherwise. Um, Yeah, no way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no I, way.
0: this is like literally my first week Um, that I potentially just have... I mean, obviously Sterling Shepard's on, on IR, but um, relatively healthy. Uh, if, I mean, I don't think... I honestly don't think that the the Titans game is going to happen uh, this week. So I'm going to lose A.J. Brown. But I've been without A.J. Brown for a couple of weeks. Brandon Cooks, Cooks has been absolute garbage for me. Like, I think he's just not going to get any looks in Houston anymore. Um, yeah. So that leaves me with either. No, that just leaves me with Brian Edwards. For from for the Raiders like and that's I, I don't feel great about that I
1: mean but I mean listen uh, I don't want to be the I don't want to be the give you advice guy on the podcast but uh, OJ Howard's offered for the season you may as well throw Gronk in there I mean yeah it's a, it's an option for sure so assuming assuming AJ Brown doesn't yeah like if that's your if you have to choose between him. And Braylon Edwards and, and Brandon Cooks, like
0: yeah, I can swap Watkins I mean, over into the into the starting spot and then slide in. Uh, yeah,
1: and like honestly, like if you look at that Tampa team, like Godwin's still out. They basically just have Mike Evans. Like Scotty Miller is questionable. He'll likely play, but now OJ Howard's out. Like it's quite possible that Rob Gronkowski has a nice little breakout. Week. Yeah, and
0: he start he's start he's starting to get some looks. He's starting to get some looks. He's starting to get some legs under him. It's been four weeks now, so we'll see. I think I think I still edge it out this week I don't feel like super confident about this one um, and let it be known I don't always vote for myself to win I did pick myself to lose a couple of weeks ago so there it is I guess that's it there it is that's it. everyone make sure you get your uh, your league pickums in I I'm still figuring out exactly what I'm going to do for whoever the results are at the end of the season if we even make it we'll make it we'll make it to the end of the season it's going to be ugly but we're going to make it to the end of the season I keep forgetting to her, so do those, so I'll do my I them. I mean, we go off the percentage.
1: Oh, okay, so I don't have to get it right once.
0: Well, a minimum of a half to <laughs> <a> weeks submitted. <laughs> um, I'm making uh, up uh, runs as we go. All right, I'll we'll see it how it goes. Enjoy enjoy your Thursday night football. This will be out on Thursday morning. Have your cup of coffee. Go Bears. Go Bears. <laughs> that's, that's not good.
1: Okay.